Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of For the Love of Sports. On this day, on this wonderful, wonderful day, we have a very good friend of mine, Rafael Velasquez. He is just an all-around incredible human being, a very good friend of mine, and I always thoroughly enjoy the time I get to spend with him. Rafa is a personal trainer and a strength and conditioning coach as becoming a life coach. And it's really interesting how he's kind of stacking these things on top of each other and what he's doing with them and how he's going to utilize them. That I'm very excited for him and his vision. Uh, Rafa is the CEO of Vela. Vela is his training and fitness brand slash band where he takes a little bit of fashion and a little bit of workout accessories and puts them together and allows people to work out smarter and harder so that they can become more and more incredible and Rafa is the perfect guy to do it as I said I always love my conversations with him so I hope you guys enjoy just pretty much listening in on two friends having a great conversation about life Good friend, good buddy, Rafael Velasquez. I, I emphasize the Velasquez part of it uh, for a pretty specific reason. He's the CEO of Velaband. Rafa, Rafi, Rafael, Rafael. Brother, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I'm yeah? excited to talk to you. I'm blessed to be here and excited to just you know, make sure that we pass down some awesome gems throughout this conversation. Well, you're going to be throwing the gems down, man. I'm just going to ask some questions when I hear something really good, just so I can hear you uh, talk a little bit more about it. But first off, you might be the only person I know on planet earth that has a title account. Did you know that? I'm not even surprised. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) You're the only person I've ever seen post anything about title. Um, love you're a great follow by the way. Uh, so we'll, we'll make sure all that's in the, uh, in the show notes and we'll get that in there. Uh, but very honestly, I can't, I don't think I've ever, the only time I hear about title is when Jay-Z comes out with a CD or when Beyonce comes out with something. Um, and when you're, when you're rocking some real good sound of music, man, I love it. Dude, he, um, Jay-Z is the reason I'm supporting that. I really love what he embodies. You know, he has always been a man of vision and he's his music has really helped me throughout my life like mm-hmm. when i moved to new jersey i would listen to him a lot and it's just helped frame like frame my mindset hey man whatever it takes i mean i love um some old school jay-z you can give me i, I can get through most of those songs uh back in the day when we used to ride around in cars in college because we had nothing else to do because we were 20 um yeah we would pump a lot of jay-z and that was the best i'm not i haven't listened to him too much recently but um i like that you know, you support what has supported you, right? Like it seems like Jay-Z has had a huge influence on you and you said, Hey, I can give you a couple bucks for some super high quality music, right? That's like, that's not really a problem. So I guess what is it specifically about Jay-Z that either has helped you or has supported you to make you want to say, you know what, man, I, I can give you a couple bucks of my money. Ah, good question. So a couple of things, he's very thought provoking with, you know, his lyrics and his rhymes where it makes me think about what he's truly trying to say. You know, sometimes a lot of times what he does say in the lyric, it's deeper than just that mm-hmm. word and you have to kind of sit down with it. And then just how he is as a businessman, as a mogul, I've really, I really love that, that he has not just, 
he diversifies, right? And that's one thing that I make sure I do because then in the day, one, if I was an employee for a, a company, I'm always going to be a number. But if I work for myself and then now I'm partnering and I'm looking into other ways to invest and connect with people, that's going to bring different types of opportunities and more ways for me to help others. That's how I see it. So that mindset and just seeing how he's done that and helped his friends, helped other people grow and really, you know, make something for themselves is something that I want to do because I've just had a very strong embodiment of family throughout my whole life. And that's truly what I'm about is growing things so that I can continue to grow with my family, my friends, make my friends, my family. I completely agree, man. Like I love, um, seeing my friends and hanging out with my friends, like they are essentially family at this point. I mean, the people that I see on a, a weekly basis, I mean, we, it, it's not coincidence that we all moved literally less than five minutes from each other, right? Like it's something where it's like, you're having a bad day. Hey man, come over, hang out, sit on the couch, watch some sports. Like we're all good. So I, I totally agree with you. Like I want to see all my friends succeed at the highest possible level. And I want to do everything that I possibly can to get them there. Um, and I've always really enjoyed that about people that, maybe not rappers specifically, you know, you could bring athletes into this part of the conversation too. But when, you know, a lot of athletes do come, a lot of rappers come from, um, you know, impoverished areas. I don't, I don't think I'm making too big of a hot take there, but seeing them bring their friends up with them and helping them. Um, my girlfriend was just watching the Kevin Hart documentary uh, on Netflix. Now I didn't watch it, but she was explaining to me the one part, I guess, apparently he just like hired all of his friends that wanted to be comedians, he just had them like open up for him or be his like bouncer or, or, you know, be, be the MC for a night. So then they all get paid and they're all getting the exposure to get out there and it's all through him. Right. Like, and that's something you and I truly believe in, right. With David Meltzer, let everything come through you. Um, so it's always cool to see things like that. So I, I, uh, I love that, you know, that that's what you're, that's what you're doing and that's what you're trying to do, man. It's very, um, think about it, right? You know, with the economy, for, it, money has to circulate. So I'm not sure if Kevin Hart had thought about this when he did it. He always wanted to see his friends win. And I, I saw the documentary too. What was really cool was that one of his friends, he's a comedian too, but he wanted to do production. And now he, he's pushing him to do production where Kevin Hart is acting like a, an annoying actor or actress, but the guy is thinking Kevin Hart's just joking. He's like, listen, like you may deal with this. And he walked out on him. So it's really about, understanding how to be a leader in many different aspects and in people's lives, right? So that we can continue to level one another up and having no bad judgment on that and just getting that we're all trying to rise to just be able to have a life of, of freedom. Absolutely, man. I mean, everyone makes fun of Adam Sandler, right? Because him and his friends all make like one movie a year. That... I love that, man. I love Adam Sandler. And it's awesome. They're like, hey, you want to go shoot a movie in like the Caribbean for a month and a half? It's like, let me just bring all my friends, their families like be on vacation and work and then we're all like pulling a couple million dollars how does that sound like of course who the heck is gonna get angry at that right that is the best thing to do you're away from you're away from the country you're on an island hey let's make this movie i'd rather do that with my friends than random people that may want to stab me in the back exactly 100 percent. i mean i want to do that now i just i need to find a financier um i don't uh, and maybe a script and uh <laughs> maybe some real actors and actresses but you know <laughs> we it would still be fun right it would still be a blast 100%. And then you'll learn from it. So don't even, if you find the financier, you write your own script. Like, ah, okay, maybe I need somebody to write the script, but now we know. Now we know. Yeah, exactly right. I have a buddy who writes scripts. Look at that. Bang. There's one job. Done. Now you need a financier and some other actors. Hey, I'm down. I'm trying to act in the future. So I'm yeah. with it. I feel like I could be like, no, no, no disrespect. I love Ryan Reynolds. 
love Ryan Reynolds. He's one of my favorites, always has been Van Wilder. I go back with Ryan Reynolds. But I feel like I could play like that character, just like sarcastic dick. Like I think I could do that. Like I just be myself and it work out really well. And you know, give me like ten movies like that, and we're good to go. I'm not quite as attractive. Hey, 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 hey. It's close. Give some more credit, man. Give yourself yeah. more. I will I have a better beard than he does, but I haven't seen his beard in a while. Um but that's not the round point. six? I did actually. That he did a great job at being that sarcastic. Yeah. I could do that, I think. I hope. I want to. You can, you can. I will. Boom. I will, Rafi. Awesome, man. So um the first question I actually like to ask everybody, other than do you own a title account, um, is where did your love of sports come from? I think I finally ended up on a name for this show. I've done like probably eight or nine interviews, did not have a name for the show. I just wanted to do it. So I said, screw it. Like, why would I let something as dumb as a name hold me back? And I think I'm going to end up with the, for the love of sports. Um, love because that. that's my, that's, I do everything literally for the love of sports. I stayed up till one o'clock in the morning last night, watching the national championship game. Um, I, I get angry. I, I, fall in love, all these things just because of sports. So I think that's what I'm rolling with. So what, where does your love of sports come from? My love of sports comes from watching Allen Iverson play in the NBA. Ooh. That man is embodies what it is to be determined to hustle, to make sure that you keep working no matter what the odds are. He, um, he gave it all that he had every single time he was on that court. And he made me just, he, he would just instill this fire in me. I was already a hyper kid, but he would really bring that out of me because it was just so exciting to watch that man play. And the, the sheer emotion that he would just show on that court was just something that I would look at. And I was just, I was enamored by, I was just like, this is, this is everything. I love this. What is this? I love it, dude. Yeah. I mean, he, he is definitely somebody when you say emotion, um, you know, Alan Iverson definitely comes to mind for a lot of people, uh, which I think is awesome. And, and the thing about sports is it's funny. Like you, if you use your emotion, it's a good thing. If your emotions use you, it's a bad thing. So emotions sometimes just come up and it's just automatic blanket statement negative, but I completely disagree because it's like, it's like butterflies. It's like being nervous. If you can use that nervousness, then it's, fantastic if you can't then it's anxiety right so, so it's like at it from a perspective of it's in our toolbox right even in business and many aspects of our lives if we're using that hammer in the way that we shouldn't or that emotion in the wrong way it's going to hurt a lot of people and it won't really affect the people the way right way that we want them to mm-hmm. look at that you already gave us like two or three gems man and we're only like 10 minutes into this thing i can't wait this is gonna be a blast it's gonna get real this is gonna be a blast brother awesome so what um I know personal trainer. I know you work. Do you, you still don't work at Equinox, do you? I used to work at Equinox. Okay. I left in July. Yeah. Okay. So a minute ago. Um, so you've, you're, you do have a personal training business though, right? On the side, you, not on the side. That's one of your businesses. As we said, you diversify. Um, so where, why personal training? I feel like a lot of people can go to the gym, right? It is what it is, but not a lot of people can stay consistent with it. So where do you come from and what angle? Because I feel like you got a little bit of an angle with this um, into why you love personal training and why you really enjoy working with the people you work with. So it was, I was in college and I was sitting on my bed. It was my sophomore year, my like first, first semester of my sophomore year, and we need to start to pick a, a major. And honestly, I did not know what I wanted to do at all. So these two thoughts came to mind. I'm like, okay, I like to help people and I used to play sports. Let me try athletic training, right? So next semester, I take some athletic training courses, 
And I promise you, two, three weeks in, I'm like, okay, this is not for me, right? And the main reason is I'm not knocking any athletic trainers. I respect everything you guys do. For me, I just saw it where, you know, you usually have to kind of wait for something to happen before you can really, you know, help people. I wanted to be more in the trenches. So I tell my dean and she's like, hey, you should try exercise science. So that led me into exercise science where I started to see, okay, I'm liking these classes, but I'm truly not sure what I can really do with this. I was still walking blindly on the path, as you'd like to say. And uh, I was just with a, a friend of mine, a fashion entrepreneur, Veronica Aspen. Get ready to watch her. She's going to blow up. Can't wait. Dude, trust me. And um, the day I knew I wanted to be in this industry and really continue to touch people's lives the way, you know, I like to think I do and I really focus on doing, doing. I was working at Equinox at the, at the front desk. So this was before I was even a trainer. I worked at the front desk from 8 to 2 o'clock. Then I drove to my internship at Rockland Peak Performance where I would train high-level baseball athletes from middle school all the way to semi-pros. And we worked with some hockey players too. So from three to nine, I was interning. I was helping kids with lifting. I was talking to adults. I was queuing the whole nine. I was in it in both places, Equinox and um, RPP. And then from nine, from nine to about 10, 30, 11, I was working out. So as I'm driving home, you know, I'm reflecting on the day. I'm like, okay, cool. The day was long. I had a really exhausting day where I woke up at six, went through my whole day and I'm happy. You know, I got to help people at the front desk. I got to help people while I was working at the internship and I had my workout. And at that moment, I felt this beautiful release in my heart, which I call fulfillment to this day. So that was a day I knew I wanted to really continue this path because of how I felt and how I was connecting with people. I love that, man. And it's, it's always something, uh, I mean, that's what drew us together. Um, you know, we both are of the same mindset, like, let's, let's just help each other. Like, what's, what's the worst thing that could happen? Everybody has a good conversation. And maybe, you know, we rising tide lifts all boats, right? So I love that. Sure. That is really what connected you to people is like understanding like, yeah, my day was exhausting. Yeah, I woke up at six, I don't get home till whatever you said, 12, 1130 at night, you go to sleep maybe you ate at one point during the day. Right. But it's, it's the fact, (laughs) it's the fact that, you know, like even, even with all that, you're still able to see the fulfillment and what you did and how many people you helped along the way and what you were able to do to help them. And it might be a small part of their day, but it's your entire day. And if you can continuously day after day, minute after minute, just continuously find those wins, get that winning streak up and really start pushing others. I mean, that's, that's the jackpot, man. There's one, this is one thing that, you know, I got to revisit and understand and look at. We all need to continue to find our zone of genius while we're doing what we're shining, while we're at our best. And, um, you know, at that point in my life, my zone of genius was helping people in those ways as we continue to grow and envision what we're, who we're becoming and being in that light that tends to change. And we tend to, we need to work with other people to, you know, delegate, automate things, but as long as we stay in our zone of genius, it's just beauty and magic that happens when people connect like this. So I love it, man. Hopefully this is my zone of genius because this is my favorite thing I do. So hopefully every day I can just keep doing them and get a little bit better, right? Consistent, persistent, pursuit of your potential, you know. Dude, David Meltzer, he'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, I know. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me. I didn't know he was going to be here tomorrow until like yesterday. And I already had three of these labeled. I already have three of these scheduled. So hey. You're doing what you love, right? Exactly. All right. I'm going to see him. I'm sure. Nice. There we go. Let's count that. I should have I should have made a tick counter 
So we see how many times Rafa just drops these crazy gems. But oh I love it, man. I might break the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's the point, man. That's what we're looking for. Um, That's where I'm at. So how long have you been a – so out of college, um, in college is when you started doing this. So how long have you been a personal trainer for? So it's, my certification is in strength and conditioning. I'm with the National Strength and Conditioning Association, and I've been doing it for five and a half years, I want to say. Okay. That. And what kind of personal growth have you seen? Obviously not physically, I hope. I mean, I've seen you, you're a strapping young lad, but on a, on a personal side, like what have you seen in over five years? I'm sure if we went back to the first one you did compared to what you just did tonight, um, what have you seen in yourself outside of, you know, Vela, obviously we're going to get there in a minute, but what have you seen in yourself? So in terms of how I'm working with the client to get the most out of them to, for them to have the best session possible and maximize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm less focused on just the explaining the exercise and just, you know, being so narrowed in on how they're doing their form on like how that exercise is looking, because now that's something that's very easy for me to explain, to see. I'm making sure that the person is enjoying their experience with working out and building that growth and understand and showing them their next steps to continue to grow. So there's this awesome book that was written in the eighties. I want to say by this, bodybuilder named Mike Mentzer. Mentzer. A lot of people in the bodybuilding industry will know him. He was a Mr. Olympia, just strong man. And mm -hmm. It talks about intensity and how you really want to continue to push the body, the mind to feel the right amount of intensity to develop some type of stimulus growth so that then it can come back the next time, the next week, month, et cetera, et cetera, and continue to develop and grow from that. So as I'm um, helping a client do that with a specific exercise during the in-between times, you know, we're also talking about other ways that we can connect and grow. Because for me, just to give you guys a little hint, I'm going to become a life coach. So a lot of things that I'm doing now is so that I can continue to help people understand how to really know where they're coming from, from many aspects of life to help them with their overall life. So the biggest thing that I've seen is that I'm really impacting people so that when they come back and they see me, they're more optimistic. They, believe in themselves. And that's what I'm instilling is belief. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to push past this certain exercise that may seem hard. I haven't done this weight because I know you believe in me. You're honest, you're trustworthy, and you're here with me. Let's go. And that's, and that's what it's about making sure that I'm in the room with them. I love that, man. And not only going back to what you said before, not only diversifying, but kind of stacking almost at that point, right? Like understanding, like I can get someone to work out. I'm sure there's a lot of other things I can get them to do. I can get someone to do this correctly, but let's take it to the next level. I mean, as you said, you're already instilling a lot of the things that you've been learning um, through, you know, some of these courses, this leadership course that you're taking and some of these other things into your current job. Well, they go hand in hand. I mean, what, if you have a life coach and they don't tell you, you should focus on exercising at least a little bit part of every day they clearly didn't get the entire, the, the whole point of a life, right? Like you need to eat well, you have to be a good person. You have to, you know, exercise because these breathe, stretch, you know, just these normal things, drink a lot of water. Um, that like if uh, coming from a, a personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach, it's necessary to also understand that it should be coming from a life coach as well, because that's a huge, huge part of your life is your body. You only get one, right? Encompassing man. And you know, you see a lot of people who are trying to who come back to the gym and they're trying to course correct and change stuff that they've been doing for 20 years. And that the, the biggest thing I do is come in with compassion and know, Hey, this is going to take some time. You know, you've been in these positions for 10, 20, some odd years. 
you know, be patient with yourself, continue to be mindful and raise your awareness to be aware when you're in these bad positions so that we can continue to work on that. I love that dude. Raising your awareness. That's something I try and work on every single day. And you bring up a great point. I mean, that's something that I've tried to, and I have been over the last few months, just like it's, it's as easy as paying attention. It never made sense to me when someone was like, Oh, you have to be more aware. Like, well, what the frig does that mean? What does awareness mean? But once you finally figure out like, what awareness is and what it means and how you can tap into it, it becomes very, very easy and it becomes extremely helpful. As you were saying, you know, believing in yourself. Well, if you talk negatively to yourself, you know, what? Uh, I can't, I never, I always butcher the quote, but it's one of my favorites. Like, be careful what you say to yourself. You're always listening, right? Like if you start talking shit to yourself, if you start saying negative things to yourself, it's not only going to affect you mentally, but it will affect you physically. That is science is proven. And I, pretty positive it's proven it could be wrong maybe i'm spewing some stuff but yeah i mean there's a book i forgot the name of it it talks about how there was a study where people would put water out and they would say certain words to the water and it would have a different chemical structure so that alone was very powerful to me um and think about it no matter what if we're saying oh god you know i suck this is bad this is bad this isn't good i'm not the best at this we're just going to slowly start to believe it because mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand. And this goes back to what you said with awareness. You know, I didn't really get that until I started to understand the meaning of words and taking it so literal and how that affects my internal life and the external life. hundred so percent. The, the statement, my word is my bond is the realest thing ever because before contracts, you would say something to somebody and you would hope to God that, you know, they would fulfill that. If not, you would keep moving. And that's what contracts were. You know, now we have it on paper. We have all these other systems, but that is what it is. Our word is our bond. 100%, man. And yeah, and just figuring out and, and listening to yourself. And the, the easiest way I started to practice awareness was just like, just actually paying attention to what I'm saying in my head. Because I don't know about you, but I've had full-on conversations with other people in a time, in a place that never happened, it will never happen, it won't exist, like, oh, what if this person says this? And then I just have the conversation with myself and that person, me taking the most negative possible approach, and then just realizing, what the heck am I doing? Like, this is ridiculous. This is A, never going to happen. B, all I'm doing is, is taking myself down and then making me angry at this person who's literally said nothing to me. I just assumed <laughs> all these things that they would say, which is ridiculous. So, just being able to practice that and understanding, like, once I hear myself talking, actually listen to what I'm saying. And if any of it's negative, immediately stop, take a nice deep breath, and then just reverse whatever I was saying. Hey, I suck. No, I'm pretty darn good at this. This is fun. Oh, this is a terrible day. Well, I mean, it's actually a pretty good day. I'm six feet above ground rather than six feet below, right? And just being able to slowly do that in the beginning, I am significantly happier, significantly better mental space. And that's just from over the last few months of doing this. Now, I'm not perfect at it, obviously. We're all human. Um, But at the same time, just being able to do it and being aware of it is, you know, like showing up is half the battle. Being aware of what I'm saying is just half the battle because then I can tell myself, well, that's not true. And that's what I really have been practicing most recently, at least. And that's amazing that you're doing that because that is, you know, as, as long as we have patience and compassion for ourselves on this journey, we tend to see the stack up and the accumulated growth of what, what we had in a certain amount of time. And that's something like you mentioned before, like when you asked me, hey, five years ago when you were training and now what's the difference you know everything takes time and i'm learning the nicer i am to myself throughout my growth and as i'm looking at things more as okay cool this is what i did wrong this is the this is the problem that i had this is the solution i should focus on let me stay in that space 
because this is where greatness will happen as long as I'm focusing on these solutions. That's mm -hmm. the genius as I'm having fun with it because the other way I'm going down, I'm going back down, regressing. And you got to have fun with it too, right? If we're not having fun, I mean, what are we doing? You, you, as you said, we get this journey. Well, we only get one journey. Um, there's pivots. There's other roads you can take. There's lots of forks. And hopefully you go down the ones that you want to go down. Um, but man, you only get one. You might as well enjoy it, right? 100%, man. You have to. 100%. So um, talking about stacking a little bit, talking about diversity some more, I would definitely want to hop into Vela Band a little bit. The Vela, I have actually on my paper Vela Brand slash Band because I think it's a little bit more than just a band. Um, so right. I, I love the story. Every time you tell it, I'm, I'm, I'm always in it. I'm always on it. So if you don't mind just telling us a story, if I'm not mistaken, you're somewhere in the Mediterranean, somewhere hanging out on a boat or something, right? Something like that? It's very deep. It's crazy how it started. Um, the way the inception happened, I was working out with a client of mine. Uh, the man is an amazing human being, Sean Kelly. He owns a cable business right now, American Cable Association, I believe. And uh, he used to work for New Balance and Lululemon. So one day we're working out. We would have, he's an entrepreneur, so sometimes we get caught up in conversation. We're like, oh shit, we need to train, right? But one day we're working out with a competitor's product. And the one thought, the one question that sparked my, my whole, that fucked up my life in a great way, that changed my life was, have you ever thought about making products? And at that point, I said no, but my mind went a whole nother route where I'm thinking about color waves, thinking about different things to go on. And um, he started to give me small assignments where I, he was like, okay, cool, you know, start at LOC, look at different fonts, look at what you want to do with your business, what, where would you outsource products, where would you get down, where would you do this, that, and the third. And, you know, I'll come back and he'd be shocked. He's like, oh, okay, this guy's serious. So I... When, same thing. So at that moment, when he asked me that question, I felt that release in my heart. And I'm like, I need to keep going, right? So I followed it. And when I came up with Vela, he helped me with the name where he's like, Vela. So I, at first, I thought about Vela for candle in Spanish. You know, the Vela band is some, a band that you would put on and you, you usually feel a burning your thighs and your glutes. So that band is a resistance band for squats, deadlifts, and hip bridges. And that's why I wanted to go with the candle. Now, this is when I was in, in Portugal. Okay. A year into me starting the process of coming up with the name, getting, pro getting samples, and then actually making an order. You know, um, I went on vacation. I needed it to decompress because I was working so much at Equinox as a trainer and then Vela behind the scenes. And I would burn out. I'd crash because I was just going, going, going and never ever really slowing down and not realizing, wait, why can't I do all of this? Uh, you know, I can't. Once again, we're, we're human. And um, we're at Portugal. We're in front of this. We're in Lisbon, Portugal. And we're in front of this beautiful monument called the Monument of Discoveries. Now, whoever is listening to this podcast, you should definitely Google the Monument of Discoveries, Lisbon, Portugal, and definitely go. Uh, so just to give you guys a nice visual, it's a huge monument. And on the front, it's a cross. On the sides, it's a sailboat with a bunch of different, um, you know, people and merchants from with different types of uh, jobs and different trades. So I'm here, I'm looking at the monument. Now I'm just reflecting and taking everything in. There's a sailboat at the water. And at, as I'm looking at the sailboat, my friend goes, Rafa, look, Vela. So I look at him. I see what he's pointing at. He's pointing at the sailboat. And I look at him again. I'm like, what? So then he goes, Vela. I look at him. I look at the sailboat again. And I'm like, 
dude, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not sure if I can curse you. If you have to bleep me, bleep me. It's all good. I'll just put that little E. That means it's explicit. Not a big deal. Cool. You're and, perfect. Uh, I want I want the passion in the story, and you're giving it to me, so we're good. Gotcha. So you know, he's like, uh, Vela means sale. Like, get out of here. So then I go on Google. You know, I trust Google over everybody, I guess. And um, I see that it means sale. And I had another epiphany where, you know, I'm looking at this monument and I'm seeing a bunch of tradesmen. Hopefully there weren't any women there, unfortunately. I guess that's just back in the day. Yeah. My chalk, chalk it up. <laughs> <laughs> so in this on the sailboat against on the monument, you see a bunch of tradesmen from different walks of life coming together to go to a better future. That had to do with the settlers coming to the Americas. Now with Vela, the brand, the whole focus is to bring people from different walks of life to come together to focus on their health, to focus on their mindset, their spirit, just commune however they need to, to become better and to grow. You know, that goes back to me just focusing on growing. Like I mentioned with Jay-Z, how we diversify for me, it's about being able to just impact people however I can. And with Vela, it's through products, through events, through um, apparel in the future, and just making sure that when I am with people, I give them my soul. So that's how it. that came to be. I love it, man. It makes me laugh every time. Um, you getting very angry at your friend always always brings a smile to my face. Uh, but it worked, man. I just think it's awesome how you were able to. I mean, it's obviously as as we just heard, like that story had some twists, it had some turns. There was a lot of stuff that was going on. Um, but it's just interesting how two people that you hold very close were hugely impactful and to you where you're getting to today. One thing I always really, really love to do every once in a while is just kind of like take the train backwards, I guess, and just see like, okay, so I met Rafa through Alicia and I met Alicia because someone canceled and I was able to go to an event. A client of mine canceled something. So I was able to go to an event in New York and I was about to leave, but I went to just, so I had to turn around and say goodbye to somebody. And then I did and then that's when Alicia was there and I was just like oh hey hi how are you doing so just like so many little tiny things had to go right for all of this to start happening and it always does because it's supposed to right but it's just always interesting how how uh, how some of these stuff things turn out it's um I definitely believe in fate and I believe in um like divinity where you know as long as we're being our best selves and we're just being able to continue to walk with what feels right intuitively you know magic tends to happen and what people sometimes get confused about is that that tends to be a dark tunnel. You're opening a door and you don't see anything, but I definitely believe that people need to continue to believe in themselves and just continue to project what they're thinking so that others can pull up, pull them up whenever they are going through stuff. So I like, I would not be here if it wasn't for every single person that I met for every lesson that I learned for everybody that helped me up, for everybody that gave me insight to get out of my head and to become a better version of myself to keep, growing into the leader that I want to be in this, on this world for people, you know, a hundred percent, man. It's just insane how, uh, how, how these things turned out. And I'm, I'm grateful that you and I were able to connect. I mean, it's, I feel like it was like almost a year ago at this point. And, you know, we see each other, I don't know, once a month, once every six weeks, every once in a while, always connect, always have a good conversation. It's always a blast. Um, so I'm happy. I'm a part of your growth too. Hey man, it's, it's too much fun. And we, and we pop up, what was it? Um, Oh, that event with Charlotte. I should have her on here too. But like, it's just like randomly it's like, Oh, 
what's up, dude? How you been? I haven't seen you in a minute. Like, I didn't know you were going to be here. So we're clearly rolling with uh, like-minded people who uh, are trying to do things. And I think that's the important part. When I see you in places where I have literally zero expectation to see you there and all of a sudden you show up, it's like clearly, um, you know, I, I won't say I believe in divine intervention, but something's the universe is like, hey, you guys. I don't know if you notice what I'm doing yeah. here, but you know, is, let's, let's figure it out. So, um, but no, man, I totally agree. And I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for every single person that I met along the way. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's something, man. It's absolutely something. So we'll keep rolling with it. For sure. It's going to be beautiful as we keep rolling into everything that we're doing. Yeah. And then hopefully we, we find business and then we pass it back and forth and then we both become extremely successful so we can help even more people and have even more fun. How's that sound? That sounds like that is the plan. Deal. And then we'll go make one of those Adam Sandler movies in like the Canary Islands somewhere or something. How's that? That, that, that also. Just let me know. I'll be Deal. There. Deal, brother. Well, hey, we're going to need a personal trainer. Everyone's got to stay up to shape. So, I, I mean, other than you could be, be the actor, active. you could be the personal trainer. You'll, you'll coach us all, make sure we're all in the great mindset. But um, so I, I do want to talk about Velo a little bit more. So I know obviously the band is awesome. So what is it? Uh, explain because resistance band everyone's seen resistance band everyone's pretty much used a resistance band at this point what is different about yours that people like and, and really made you want to create this product i got you so many bands that you see in fitness centers they tend to be made out of rubber so the issue is like i used to work out with i had a perfect commercial happen in front of me where a woman was doing a specific exercise and i don't know where you hear the snap and the band just flies across the room right that's the issue with most bands. They're just going to snap and too tight. They pull on, they dig into people's skin. And if for us guys, we have leg hair, or mm-hmm. gap, right. That's going to dig into your skin and pull on your leg hairs. That was one of my issues for my clients. So I'm like, you know, I need something for this now while working with the competitor's product. You know, one of the things that we, that Vela, the Vela band has that's different is that we have a nice cloth material that's made out of with elastic on the inside. So, it's going to stay in place. It's not going to dig into your skin and guys don't have to worry about it pulling onto their leg hairs. The biggest differentiator that that band has is it's fashion. It's fashion focused. So for me, I want to make sure that when somebody walks by and in the future, when it's at a dick sporting goods, it's like, wait, what's that? It pops out. Right. And it's about one, making sure that I'm changing the whole scope of what fitness accessories look like, because you go into the gym, everything looks the same. It's very dull, very boring. I'm bringing, I'm bringing magic, baby. I love it, man. And I think that's uh, like, A, if, if the product is, I mean, I've used business bands. I, I have very hairy legs and dude, it's the worst. Like it just hurts. I'm constantly ripping hair out. That's not fun. No one enjoys that. I don't care how manly you are. Like that's just the worst thing. Um, if you're a masochist, that's a whole different story. Yeah, that's, we'll, we'll have someone else on. Unless you want to talk about that, we can do a different episode because I'm really liking this one. I don't want to go quite down that path. But uh, you need not- a, like a <laughs> sex ed expert. <laughs> as long as they like sports, man, I'm all for it. Um, but no, man. They I don't provide you <laughs> oh geez love this this is too good but um no man I, I i love the product i think it's super cool it, it's it's it is very fashionable and like it's it's you know when you hear something you're like well yeah no shit like why like considering instagram models and fitness people and all this stuff how did nobody think of this you know what i mean like how did this not like how has this how did this not blow up five years ago already like what what is going on with the internet man 
there are other bands out there, but it also comes down to the execution of the design. You know, mm-hmm. luckily I've been connected to a guy that used to work with New Balance and he's my graphic designer. So it's about understanding what is going to work and how to really take your time with the actual, you know, camouflage. Because I've seen other camouflage bands and it just doesn't cut it. It just looks amateur, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm not knocking that band. It's more so how honest is that individual was saying, okay, this isn't a good finished product. Just like in anything, you know, in any business, you want to make sure that you take your time to be like, hey, you know, I need this edit. I need, and you need to change this. Let's see what, what it would look like if you were to move the line over here. Because now we're taking the time to really put something out that would be beautiful. And we're thinking and putting ourselves in the shoe of the, of the buyer. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I love- make sure that I put myself in the buyer's. But not not only that though, I I got you, I got you in the, in the body's in the buyer's body. Um, no, but like considering you then can utilize your own product with your clients. Not only are you like you're giving it to them, asking for open honest feedback, right? Like they're utilizing it through your you know what you give them and what you tell them to do, and they can just tell you. I'm sure there was a couple iterations of the product that like you had some very good clients that you felt comfortable with, and you're just like, hey, like how do you like this? What can we do better? Yada yada yada. Correct. That was also a part of my growth. You know, like I mentioned briefly, I, I, um, I was very hush-hush about it because one, I wasn't sure if I could be working on a small little business while I'm at Equinox. But, you know, as a kid, I'm a very introverted type of guy where, you know, I would just kind of do my thing. I would play my sports. I would play basketball, go to my, do my karate, play my Pokemon and chill. So, you know, me becoming an entrepreneur has really tested me in so many ways that now I'm, I'd love to ask for feedback. I like to see you know, how, how can I make this better? Because I would always see it from the viewpoint of I'm bothering the person as opposed mm-hmm. to hey, check this out. This is interesting. Yeah. As long as you're adding value. And, and again, that's, that's another thing we went to back before with awareness. Like as long as you can understand that you're adding value, Hey man, maybe they're having a bad day. Hey, maybe it's just not for them. Not a big deal, but you shouldn't feel down about yourself. If you truly believe in what you're doing and you truly believe that you're adding that value, um, you shouldn't feel bad about that. You should be excited to tell people, right? So it sounds like that kind of, you did get there. Um, now I'm going to take one second pause and just say, well, which Pokemon were you playing? Dude, I'm a Pokemon. I was a Pokemon master. I played yeah? all yellow, gold, uh, let's see, silver. I stopped probably like at fire red or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of when I, when I dropped off too. But every year, once a year, I, uh, I downloaded an emulator on my phone and uh, I can beat, I think I play Fire Red and I beat it in probably like a day and a half Actually, because yeah. you can times it by 16 speed. Jesus. So it's just, you're just like continuously running around and like the grind aspect of it is like super easy now because you don't even pay attention. You just watch TV and you just kind of run back and forth. You just crush some people, go to the poke center, hop back and do it again. And I, I can legitimately... It'll say that I have like a game time of like 45 hours, but if you divide that by 16, it's like me, I don't know. I don't know. It's like maybe like six, if that math totally off, but like, I don't really even play that much. I can just completely walk right through a game. It's awesome. I love it. Very impressive. And you're going to have to share that emulator. Because Absolutely, I'm dude. I'm going to have that as a vice. It's 100%. something. It's not, not nothing wrong with that. It's a lot of fun. And all the games are free. The emulator is five bucks. All the games are free. Any game you want. It's incredible. Um, but back back to back to you being an entrepreneur and everything you're dealing, man. I, I just, again, I can't say it enough. I truly do. I mean, I love... I love what you bring to the table. You're, you're a great friend. You're a good person, which I think is even more important. Um, and just understanding that you're here to help people, you know, through your products, 
through your, your, your life coaching, which is where we're going to talk about in a little bit through your business, through your strength and conditioning, all of these things, again, they just continue to stack, continue to stack where you're, you're your own vertical at this point, Rafi, Rafa, Raphael, Raphael, you're just a vertical. And I think that that is awesome that you're able to touch upon it. Cause maybe someone doesn't need a, a life coach, but they want a trainer. Maybe they need a trainer or they don't want a trainer, but they want to need a life coach. Maybe they just need the product in any way you're still capable of touching someone in multiple ways that in every single aspect, you're adding value, you're being a good person and you're helping them. And, and again, man, I can't, I can't uh, be, be grateful enough to, uh, to call you a good friend. Thank you, man. And it's even just seeing it from the, and likewise, the big thing is seeing it from the perspective of, okay, cool. Even if I can't do something within the pillars and the vertical that I offer, can I introduce you to somebody? Yep. Oh, I think this person will be somebody that's gone because one thing that I've been able to, to understand and, just kind of put together is that you know we're creating our own story and once we realize that we're already going into business but into the world that has its own story how can we connect dots and help other people help mm-hmm. and then it's just like i can be like hey you can meet that person go there that has nothing to do with me and then they may say hey this worked out like thanks i'm like all right cool and I awesome vibing you know Happy to hear it. Here to help. Anything to do it. Um, but I love it, man. And that's great. So with, with Vela, with all these products, with all, you know, obviously the personal training, I don't know where that falls under, if it's under the brand or not, but what is your, your ultimate vision for the company? Is it, is this your brand that is then going to be all these pillars or is this something specific that, you know, it's, it's a part of that Venn diagram, but it is clearly off to the side a little bit over here. So with my personal brand, Rafael Velasquez, it's going to be, personal training where I'm training people in person. I have an app coming out soon, which Ooh. Uh, yeah, coming out late February, which I will keep everybody posted on. Um, the leadership course that I am actually studying for so I can continue to help develop lead, uh, people that are leaders and are becoming leaders into better leaders and more efficient and effective. And then um, life coaching, that's something that I want to then get certified in as I've already built the leadership the personal training online training because now you know i'm not just going from okay i'm just gonna become a life coach i want to show people that you know i'm taking steps necessary steps to grow as my as a person as a owner of of businesses and then vela would be its own pillar on its own because i want that to grow past me you know i'm setting the foundation but you know i see it okay cool i'm help leading the wave but now this is a whole sector of just fitness products and wellness let's go that way so it would be Health and wellness as one big circle. You have Rafael Velasquez with all that I mentioned before. You have Vela. I love it. I'll get into and then as I'm growing, there's more capital. I'm gonna get into different industries. That's uh that comes with time. That yeah, that does come with time. Um but if you took time out, what would be those things that you're interested in? Definitely looking into getting into a little bit of fashion. Uh let's see. I mean you're already in fashion if you consider the band, right? Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. Modeling, print, more so because I know that would help give what I'm doing with people more light. And then if I can help people in different industries and in fashion uh, I, with what I'm bringing to the table, you know, I just want to continue to leave some type of light wherever I go. Technology, I want to get into robotics to see how I can put robots into robotics into fitness. Um, there's just so much. If you want me to keep going, but I'll keep it there just to condense it. I love it, brother. I love it. But can you tell me about this app, though? I, I don't think you've mentioned this. Um, last time I saw you was probably about a month ago, and I don't think you mentioned it. No, it's uh, it's so something that I've actually been working. I've been in talk with somebody on it for four months now, 
and it would be through this company called exercise.com and i'll have my own app where it'll be subscription based where you pay five dollars a month and you'll have all the exercises that i've done with a voiceover me of me explaining the exercise on top of that there'll be workouts that you guys can do for free and then the the service that I'll provide, if you know somebody wants to work with me, they can sign up for three months, six months, or a year, where it's an individualized online training program with consultation calls, which would be biweekly. And um, that's something that will, like, in time, once everything goes through, which is a lot of back-end work, mm-hmm. not, but you can then download on the, on the App Store. So it's That's awesome, man. I'm really happy to be doing. Yeah, congratulations, dude. That is really cool. Um, and how great would it be as as everyone's been listening to this for 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is now, just Rafi's voice and how soothing it is and how nice. If there was someone yelling at me, I'd want it to be you, man. Okay. I'd really want it to be you. I definitely try not to scream and be that rah-rah coach. I like to, I'm, I'm an educator, mm-hmm. motivator, and uh, I like to make sure that I can push people without screaming but so that they get the concept and the mindset to be able to push yourself past certain limits. Mm-hmm. If I was just screaming after a while, you'd like, okay, cool. But what, does this guy really know something? Or is he just screaming at me because he thinks that's what's going to get me to move to another level of myself? That is a really good point. Um, you know, the, the biggest rah-rah guys, you know, sometimes it is just about screaming. Um, but I think, I, I wouldn't say it's a negative. I think it's just knowing when to use it, right? Like yeah. in during... The, so just as a football coach, just watched the national championship game last night. Ed Orgeron, Coach O, go Tigers. Um, you know, he seems like the kind of guy that on game day, you will not find anyone as pumped up or excited or yelling as loud as him. But I feel like it's during the week is when you're putting in the preparation, you're putting in the work to get to that point. That's when it is a lot of education. It's a lot of motivation, but not from a – because like, as you said, like, if someone just continuously screams at you – that's it's going to get you less and less motivated every time right if you can actually feel that connection and that energy and understand why they're trying to make you better that's something that can motivate you and then when you need to they can kick it one gear higher so i I really like how you said that that was awesome for sure and it's like you know i didn't get to watch the game i was out by like 9 30 10 i wake up at four usually so i was i was not gonna put myself in that position it's an art form you know you know Everything I see is a balance of using our intellect and knowledge with our emotion to be able to have an experience that the person feels like they're walking on clouds. So with him, if he was stepping up that intensity, that that emotion, it may have been for the defense to get out there to really get pumped up and focus. Or the offense, let's go, you have to make a big play. You know, he understands that because he's been in for so long where now that's something that he'll just pick up as to how that energetic flow is going with his team so that they can keep moving the ball forward and staying high level mm-hmm. 100% man I love it that's awesome um, so then uh, we talked about most of the stuff this has been fantastic so talk let's talk about this leadership course a little bit and what again you kind of alluded to it you, you've brought it to light on kind of why you're doing it and what you're doing it but I guess what like I feel like leadership I feel like there are qualities to a leader I feel like there are born leaders, um, just people, I, I, okay, I don't really believe that nature versus nurture, of course, but I feel like there are people that just are predisposed from a very young age to become leaders. So what exactly do you learn in a leadership course that, again, you being, you know, introverted, as you kind of said before, and not really being so outgoing, what are you learning? And how are you utilizing this information to become a leader yourself? So it's interesting, you know, you can be an introvert, but a good leader, me as a kid, when I was doing karate, 
I was always somebody that I've always been a guy about action. So I can keep doing things, keep moving. And that brings people along with me. I never understood that. Right. Until most recently where with the leadership course, it starts off with an assessment so that we can see how your leadership skills, where your leadership skills are. And then from there, we get to, you get to do a course, which then we continue and stay in contact with over calls, which I then focus on setting frameworks and concepts to continue to push that person to grow, just like I would do with fitness, but now with the mind and just how to condition and see things as a leader of a team, as a leader of, of anything, honestly, of their own life, just how to show up. And with that whole, going back to just me being very introverted, once they put me into karate, I was very focused. And once we realized, okay, cool. For me, as a leader, I need to do the right things to move the ball forward. So if I have a bunch of assignments to do, if I need to focus on making capital, okay, what do I need to take care of today and have give it that attention and confidence so that that can grow? What do I have to delegate and pass down to other people and put them in a position where they feel comfortable so that they can do that? Mm-hmm. I used to work valet um, before my whole fitness career and industry and that I would man a team of sometimes six to eight people, maybe 10, depending on the event and the night. And that was all about making sure that everybody did their job. So, you know, there was times that people were upset. There was things going wrong. We're just getting rained on It's slow. People are cold or we have an accident. How do I show up to make sure that we can solve that problem as a leader? We're solving, we're solving problems. So, Mm -hmm. Um, I believe I got to answer your question. I think you did too. It was a good answer, whatever it was. Again, I'll give you a couple tick marks on that one. Um, and and I, I guess, you know, it was, it was poor of me to say, you know, an introvert can't be a leader, but I guess it's more of just, I guess, the the background and where you come from. It's always interesting to me to see people in leadership positions that you, like, you can tell immediately if someone's a leader, right? Like you always could tell um, just as a really, really easy example, um, a substitute teacher. Like you knew when you had the right substitute teacher that was just like, this is hell. We can do literally whatever we want. Nothing matters. It's not a problem now. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Look at me. Um, that, that was poor, you know, that because I would have thought that I never really knew until we gained these understandings and frameworks. So just to let you know that that's not poor. Like I would have been like, an introvert can be a leader. That makes no sense. Yeah, no. And, and, and again, it makes sense the way you explained it. So I, I don't think I ever thought introverts can't be leaders. It's just, I, I always have felt like they're like, you can feel a leader before mm. you can see a leader or, or hear a leader, I guess you can see oh. them. Then you can feel them. Then you can hear them. Um, and it, it, there's all different styles and people respond to different styles. Um, like, I, I respond differently and I, I give off a different style most likely than anyone else. I guess, you know, a question around that is how do you, how do you know what someone, like how do you lead somebody without knowing how they need or want to be led? That's a beautiful question. The first thing is showing up and kind of just getting to know the person, you know, asking questions to see how they're doing. So what I tend to do wherever I'm in a place, I kind of just go into the environment. So like, let's say I show up into a networking event. I'm going to drink some water. If I see somebody, I talk to them and I just meet people where they are. You know, it's, I don't really try to force anything on somebody because that's always going to come and meet me with some type of opposition. If I can show up, I ask you a question, see how you're doing and then build that relationship. All right, cool. Now we have something that we can resonate on. We can connect over and we can slowly build that bond. Um, I've just learned that everything is long-term, you know, I've seen business grow for me 
with people that I've connected with over the time. I've seen friendships grow with me putting time in and vice versa within that relationship. So for me to be a leader, I need to really, the person needs to know that when I'm trying to educate them on something or I'm really here to just be a friend, be there for them and help them in any which way that I can. From there, people will follow me. Completely agree, man. That's awesome. That was a beautiful answer. Another tick mark, maybe two. Um, Raphael, this was absolutely wonderful. Do you have any other knowledge bombs you want to drop on us before before we got to get going? Uh, Let me see. I was going to say something witty. The biggest thing I can say is as everybody's walking their journey, you know, be patient with yourself, have compassion and, you know, give a, a lending hand, a helping hand. It comes back to you tenfold every single time. It may not be how you think, but it's more to life than just money. You know, this, the friendships that we create, the bonds that we build, that's how you build a legacy. Completely agree, man. Find something you actually enjoy doing. Um, I, I hate seeing people, especially young people. The internet exists, so you can literally do anything at this point. Like anything you want to do, it's there. You can create something. You can do something. Someone else has already probably done it. Um, so just understanding that there's so much more you can do now with the internet that there is literally zero reason you should be in a job that you hate going to every day, looking forward to the weekend. I mean, I, I love every day. I look forward to the weekend because that's when I hang out with my friends, right? That's what, that's when my girlfriend and I have some time together. She leaves at eight o'clock in the morning and she doesn't get home till seven thirty at night. Cause she goes to work. Then she goes to the gym. Then she comes home. She takes a shower. So I only get two hours a day with her maximum, maybe a little bit more. Um, but on the weekends, you know, we can hang out a little bit. I'm still working, of course, but it's a little bit more relaxed. So it's, um, it's crazy to see people hate what they do. And I, I never, 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 I, I can't understand it. I mean, I did. And I quickly pivoted to something that I enjoy doing. So it's um, that hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I can help others with it too. But I, I agree. I'm a huge karma guy. Um, if there's a way that I can help someone that is not going to take up hours and hours of my, like, an unnecessary amount of my time or an unnecessary amount of my money. Yeah, man, that's fine. Like I've gotten burned in the past. Last time I was in New York uh, or no, two times ago, there's one of those kids walking around selling a box of cookies. Hey man, we're trying to raise money for our, our, you know, school uniforms in retrospect. I don't believe him anymore, but uh, I gave him, you know, 20, he gave me uh, some change back. And then one of his friends came over, took the change right out of my hand, 15 bucks. I've, I've never been robbed before. And I want to clarify robbed, not mugged because some of my friends thought I got mugged, which means you probably got the crap kicked out of you, which did not happen. Um, he just took 15 bucks out of my hand, but I mean, it's a lesson learned, um, a pretty cheap lesson when you think I could have had 20, 30, 40, a hundred bucks in my hand at the time. So it worked out, but it's just one of those things where be a good person. Yeah. It might come back to bite you, but I do believe that karma will, uh, will make its, will make its way around and you will get, as you said, tenfold, um, a hundred percent. For sure. And going back on what you were saying in terms of like why people sometimes are fearful. I see it where, you know, let's say our goal, somebody's goal is over here where my fist is you and you're here. You have this whole dark tunnel. Like well, I mentioned before, when you open that mm-hmm. door, it's dark, they think they need to be able to see all the way to the end. But all you got to see is the next step. You know? mm-hmm. So that's one thing I want to tell people. Just make sure you see that next step. You have people around you, that support system, family, friends, and it's a, it's a this, we have to coexist, coexist. This is a shared experience. There's no other way around it. If you try to do it alone, it's going to be tough. And you may have to resort back to going to doing something you don't like. And it's more enjoyable when you're, uh, you're on a boat with some friends, right? On that Vela. 
On that, Vela, <laughs> look at that, man. We brought it full circle. Rafael Velasquez, CEO of Vela, personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach, mindset helper, me specifically, just all, incredible, all around incredible guy. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Michael, thank you for everything, and you're an amazing guy. Let's keep on doing the good work. Let's keep on doing the good work, brother. Thank you so much. All right, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and all the episodes of For the Love of Sports. Um, on a personal note, I would really like to say thank you and and sincerely, sincerely mean that. This is the actual favorite thing that I get to do. Just talk to incredible people, have great conversations, and I learn and hopefully you're learning something and hopefully we can laugh along the way. So if you could please give this a five-star review, if you could please share this Um subscribe to it do whatever you have to do the more people that do that the more these stories and these conversations get out and i'm really hoping that one day um one day soon this will be something that i get to do as a full-time job um, on top of my other full-time job of course but this is an absolute blast sincerely appreciate it check the show notes for all social media handles anything that came from the episode we'll have everything down there and i hope you really did enjoy it so if there's anything i can do better please make sure to reach out uh, my email address michael period one at gmail please make sure to check me out on linkedin uh, on instagram and and just reach out because i'm willing to answer any questions and hey if you got a cool story i'd love to have you on as well so thank you so much sincerely appreciate it and i hope you make it a wonderful day